Well, here we go now. Who wants to get a little bit funky out there? Who wants to get a little creative out there, huh? Yeah. Which one of you wants to get a little bit artsy now? Well, then get on with your bad selves, yeah. Yo, 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 it is me, Heath Armstrong. You are listening to The Entrepreneur Now Show, uh, a.k.a. The Artsy Now Podcast. We are on iTunes, we are on Stitcher, we are on SoundCloud, and most importantly at artsynow.com. You can get most of the show notes and all of the amazing interviews and episodes of creative entrepreneurs that are done all over the world at that website. Uh, thank you, everybody who has taken the time to leave me an iTunes review. I'm trying to push back into the rankings, and that's the only way to do it. So if you love this show, if you want a fist pump, if you're a baller, get out there and leave me a review, and I really, really appreciate it. I will give you a huge hug in person. I'll probably buy you a beer, and I may give you a slap on the ass, but that can sometimes be crossing the line. You know, people get a little bit freaked out about that, so we got to be careful. Don't need any lawsuits. Don't need any freaked out people. But I am who I am, and you never know what I'm going to do because I am unpredictable. Today, I want to talk to all of you about being happier. I want to give you tips, things that I implement in my life, things that I have learned from all the hundreds of guests that I've had on this show about how to be happier, tools that I've implemented that make my day better, that make me smile more, and that make others people's days better and smile more. A lot of these things I learned from talking to all of these awesome people that come on this show. And I already mentioned in the last episode, that I'm going to try to bring you all more value as far as uh, things and action plans that you can take to make your trip uh, to creating the life that you love, your journey better, quicker, faster, stronger, more productive. Uh, all those things can add up to be such a magical ball of awesomeness and I want to share all that with you. Now, I was, again, briefly, a couple years ago, I was not happy. I was in the hole. I, I felt smothered. I felt scared. I didn't know where I was going. I had no friends that were positive and upbeat and wanted to do the amazing things that I wanted to do. And I changed my life. And I've gotten to this point now where I'm doing all these incredibly amazing things. And you can go back to the last episode that I released uh, before the episode with Jorge of Minium, uh, there was an episode where I talk about my story and kind of how I got to this point. You can listen to some of that. But I want to do a better job of, of cutting fluff and giving you all straight action plans on things that can be done uh, to help you on your creative journey. I'm going to cover a lot of varieties of different topics, whether that be habits, goals, productivity, um, making more time to do the things that you love, which I've talked to Kent Sanders in the past about. Vision board, mindfulness. I mean, there's so many different topics that we can cover. But today I just wanted to start with the brief and the very simple how to be more happy. How to create a happier life for you. 
Heathcock's tips and trips to being happy. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? He's going to give us some tips. Tipsies. So nobody is in charge of your happiness except for you, right? And I've said this over and over throughout my show because I heard it on episode two all the way back with Hollywood director Sarah Miramont. Every day is a bonus round, so slow down and enjoy something beautiful. That has had such a giant impact on me since the very second episode of this show. I put it on my wall. I look at it every day. It is in my head. It is memorized. It is a habit for me to go over. And I think about it every single day. And when I think about it, it changes my perspective on any given situation that could be terrible, that could be negative. I reframe my mind, and that is the most powerful thing you can do to be happier. I have an entire I don't know, page or two of just little hand scribbled notes of things that make me happier. And I want to cover this stuff with you, but you all have to understand that this isn't going to happen itself. Magic isn't just going to take over and make you happier just by listening to this episode. You have to implement this stuff into your life. There's no excuses. You can't sit at home and pout. It's not going to help. You can't be negative because when you're doing those things, when you're pouting, when you're crying, when you're pooping your pants, when you're being negative, you're rubbing that off on everybody else around you and then they start pouting and they start pooping their pants and they start being negative. And then all of a sudden, all the stores in the county are selling out of diapers. Everybody's pooping their pants everywhere and nobody's happy. Who wants to live in a world like that? And yes, there are towns where you just get this negative persona about everybody there. Nothing is ever great. Nothing is worth living for. Nothing is happy. I go to these towns all the time, and I can't explain to you the detrimental effect it has on my days when I have to talk to people like that. At some point, you want to take a step forward and help these people, but It's really, really, really hard when you get a mass, when people live with this mindset their whole life around other people that live with this mindset their whole life, that things can't be happier. It's really hard, but together, me and you and everybody else, we can make these changes in our lives. We can start rubbing off on other people and it can get better for everybody. You can be happier. You can live the life that you love. You have to believe it though. And you have to put these action steps in place, quit being a baby, quit pooping your pants, and get it done. You have to start taking them because nobody's going to do it for you, right? I used to have a problem with waking up in the morning and just all of a sudden I felt terrible. Like I just didn't want to get up because a lot of us experience this because we're doing something throughout the day that we hate. We're going to a day job that we don't enjoy. We feel disgusted and then we get this giddy feeling just about the weekend coming up and and this sense of freedom that we have that we're going to feel so free over the weekend because we don't have to do anything that Saturday that we don't want to do. But then Sunday comes around and we feel like shit again. Uh, Sunday comes around and we start to get depressed about Monday. That is absolutely ridiculous to think about. You should ask Lindsay how I used to be on Sundays. I would ruin the day because I was so depressed about having to go back to work on Monday. It's that bad. I analyzed why I was doing this, and I've done so many things to make changes in my life now. You have to think about the future. You have to think about where you're going, and you have to be thankful for your current situation because it is going to be an anchor to get you where you're going. Everything that you're doing, whether that be working at Taco Bell, whether that be scrubbing toilets, or working a six-figure high corporate job, 
All these things you may not like, all these things may stress you out, but they are a step in the direction of creating the life you love. Without them, you wouldn't know what it feels like to not be happy and to crave that happiness. You wouldn't know what it feels like to wake up in the morning and feel depressed because you hate the way your day is structured. But now that you have felt that way, you know what you need to do to make yourself not feel that way. You know the type of lifestyle that you crave, and that's a good thing. It's an amazing thing because you have a vision. That is the birth of your vision, all right? So you want to live your life in such a way that you would want to live the same life all over again if you had to. If you had to live your life all over again, if you were forced to the same exact way, You want to live your life that way. If I was born and told everything you do throughout life, you're going to have to do again. I think the first 27 years of my life would have been a lot different. But a lot of us just fade through 50, 60 years of our life. And then we turn 65 or so and we think, where did my life go? Where where did it all go? Like, I wish I would have done more, but now I don't have time. Now there just isn't time because I'm, I'm too old and my health isn't good enough. Like don't, don't make that mistake. My 92-year-old grandmother, she grew, she grew into this just amazing woman. And she told me that life is too short to not do all these amazing things that you can do. They didn't have any money ever. But they did as much as they could and they got by. And she's proud of that. But she also wishes that she did more. And she's made me very aware of that. It's time to start making changes, to be happier, to be more productive, and to start paving the path to your dreams. So live your life in such a way as if you had to live the same life all over again. If you feel like shit in the morning, get out of bed, open the window, and yell, Good morning, world. Walk outside in your undies and fist pump. And breathe and look at the the sky. Look at the ground. Walk around in the grass barefoot. It will set an amazing pace for your day. The way you set your mind in the morning will dictate the rest of your day. It's amazing the effect that it can have on it. That's why your mornings are so important. Maybe some of you have taken this into account. Maybe some of you haven't. But to quote a guy that I have a lot of respect for, a guy that I've learned so much from, and another guy that makes it so possible for us to create the life that we love because he's doing it, Jason Moore from the Zero to Travel podcast. If you're into travel, check it out. The guy's brilliant. He always says, if not now, then when? So if you're not going to do it now, then when are you going to do it? Okay, It has to start now, ladies and gents. It has to start right now. You can't keep pushing it off. You're going to end up exactly where you are right now, 10 years down the road, if you keep pushing it off. Because you've been doing it up to this point. So, the way you set your morning is gigantically powerful, right? And episode 16 I had on Hal Elrod. When I first started this trek to become a new person, I talked to Amber Ludwig, which is now Amber Vilhauer. And Amber connected me to this book. She said, this is what you need to do to start 
being happier, start creating the life that you love. And that's what I did. I got this book, The Miracle Morning. Go back and listen to that episode. If you go to artsynow.com forward slash 16, it's incredible. Hal actually died. He got hit by a drunk driver. For six minutes, he was dead. And his heart was stopped completely. And when he came back too, he realized that the doctors were telling him he was going to be paralyzed for the rest of his life. But you know what? Instead of getting upset, instead of getting angry and mad like most people, Hal decided that he couldn't change this. And he was going to accept it and make it the best life that he could, regardless of if he was going to be paralyzed or not. That mindset alone was able to help Hal come to a full recovery. Ended up running a 52-mile marathon. It's an amazing episode, but how created this morning routine to make you happier, to make you more productive, and to create the life that you love, and this is the first step to being happy. The book is a quick read. I highly suggest everybody get it. I'm not making money by by sending you in that direction. This book I carry with me everywhere. It is a staple. You wake up and you create your own routine. He gives you an outline of exactly how to do this. Now, There's a lot of things involved, reading, writing, exercising, meditation and mindfulness, visualizing, um, affirmations, but everybody's a little different and things work a little differently. For me, I wake up and I pound a bunch of water. I want my insides to start working. That's the first thing I do is is I pound water. It makes me a little happier. I walk outside for a little bit in the grass barefoot. Before the lights are out, I mean, before the lights are up, before the sun comes up, there's something amazing and peaceful about this, this world when nobody else is awake. And that makes me happier. And then I go back inside and I make my tea. And my tea of choice, of course, is from Greg Bast, and he was on the show as well. Uh, amazing episode. I've had so many awesome people on this show. So if you go to artsynow.com forward slash Greg Bast, and it'll take you to his show. But he created a line of teas called Opportunities. So, so, so good. And yes, a clever name. But that's Opportunities, and the end is T-E-A-S, like teas. You can find it on Amazon or on his website. But he's got one called Brainiac, which I love in the morning because it, it increases your brain functions. you it makes you more cognitive. It's, it really does work. Now, it's not like taking like Adderall to the dome or something. You know, if you're into that kind of stuff, if you're into the speed, it's not going to work for you. But I highly suggest getting away from that unnatural, just addictive, whatever the hell you want to call it. It's terrible for you kind of thing. And do something natural like this. Um. He's got one called Clear Tea, which is for clear natural energy. And he's got one called Super Greens, which is amazing. But I drink these and these put me in the right mindset in the morning, right? I put some chia seeds in there and mix them around. It's amazing. After I pound the water and I walk around a little bit outside. So so I, I do the miracle morning, right? I read a little bit. I write a little bit. And that's when the muse strikes me a lot. A lot of the creative quickies that you hear on this show come during my miracle morning. I write down the two things that I want to accomplish for the day during my miracle morning. And then I also play guitar a little day. And I also get my phone out and I play Spotify, like yoga mindfulness playlists. And this is always in the background throughout my morning. I put that thing in my pocket and I walk around and I always have this like soft, peaceful piano or something just super mindful in the background. 
that plays such a huge role in, in starting my day for happiness and fist pumping, right? It makes you more happy. So if you don't have a morning routine, get this book. It is the first step in making yourself happy. If you want me to email you the Spotify playlist, definitely uh, send me an email and, and I will send them to you. So if you email me at create at artsynow.com, I'll be glad to link you to those. Uh, this post will be up on the website in the future. I have not made it yet, but I will type out a lot of this stuff and structure and put some of these links in for you then. But as of right now, it is not up. Okay. Um, if you have never heard Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret, it's about 30 minutes. I play this every single morning to myself if I have a chance. Sometimes my mornings get really busy and I don't have the chance, but it is 30 minutes. And what I've done is I've added it to my SoundCloud and I've also got the audiobook on Audible. And I'll play this. And it is all about how we become what we think about. And it is an amazing, amazing 30 minutes. Even if you only listen to it once, go listen to it. Because it is one of life's greatest lessons. Um, It will make you happier. It'll make you very motivated to do the things that you love. So check that out, okay? Another thing that you can do, and this came from my, my coach who turned me on to this, Jacqueline Duplessis. Um, it's to create a, a wins list. And this is something that I sit down and do every Saturday morning is I will sit down and I will write during my miracle morning all the wins for the week. You could do this daily if you want. You can do this as they happen. I mean, you could have a wins journal and every time something awesome happens, you could write it down in this journal if you wanted to. For me, I, I sit down on Saturdays and I reflect on the week and I write down these wins. Now, Sometimes writing them down isn't enough. You need to go back and reflect on them and read them often because you'll see how magical the progress is. It'll enlighten your brain. It'll make you happier. Staple these things all over the wall in a private room if you don't want anybody else to see them. But after a while, you'll have page after page after page after page after page of wins. And you can go back to point A, look where you started all the way to now and see the unbelievable progress that you're making. And not only will that make you excited and happier, but what it does is it continues to beast you up. It continues to give you a boost to keep it rolling, to keep the wins going, to find more ways, to get more wins, to expand these lists even further. They have a paint you can get. It's like a chalkboard paint. You can paint your drywall in your house and you could use chalk and write your wins that way if you want. It'd be kind of cool to have a full room like that. Anywhere that you look at all times, you'll see a win that you once had. It's a pretty awesome idea. So do this in whatever way, whatever manner works for you. Uh, you can even get the, the pad out on your phone and just you know, note an audio note to yourself. I know Evernote will actually write it out for you into a list if you do that. So definitely think about that because it'll make you happier to create a wins list. You can reflect and it makes you want to fist pump. All right, another thing that that will make you happy is vision boards. A vision board is like this goodness of happy. Like, it's a place, so have you seen, I don't know if you've seen Happy Gilmore, but you know, the happy place, you know, he's just like amazing. (laughs) He's got this happy place, and of course, he's got beer and women and stuff like that, but you can have your own happy place, and it can serve as more than one purpose, right? 
there's a couple different ways to do this, and I can and I can tell you about a list method as far as things that just make you happy in a bit. But right now, I want to talk about the vision board as far as a happy place of where you are going in the future. It's a way to track your progress to the goals and the life that you want to live. Um, I could do a whole episode on how to structure your vision board. Everybody does them differently, and and to be honest, you're going to probably do it differently than me or anybody else. But the idea is you have a board. And you put all these things that you're working toward on the board. Write down a list of all the things that would make you so happy in the future and the, the type of person that you want to become. And then you start putting things that describe those areas onto your board. And you post it on your wall and you look at this every single day in the morning and night before you go to bed, both times, because it will keep your mind in the right place to stay on track to create this life that you love to track your goals and things like that. Uh, there's different ways you can do it. Uh, you can put on, so, so let me give you some examples. Okay. And this is very, very simple. If you want to write a book, maybe design a book cover on Canva, put your name on there and put it on your board and write across it. My book. And I learned this from Dave Lent, who was on the show uh, to write, mine over top of these because I used to just have a board but if you actually write mine you can see it as yours and eventually it will become reality so on my board I really wanted to have some kayaks once so I put those on my board and I'm not about just like buying materialistic things it's just kayaking allows me to do something that I love and I didn't have kayaks so I put this on my board and one day I was in the room looking at my board and I was like huh I've got these kayaks now. They're in my living room on the wall and I've been taking them out. That became a reality because I looked at it every single day and I convinced myself. Now, it's not just for materialistic things. It's for everything, right? Um, goals, where you want to be, what you want to work towards. It's all incredible. It's all just fascinating how it can become you. I have a list of guitar songs on the board that I've learned. And then I have a list of guitar songs that I want to learn. And I love getting on there and checking them out and switching the list, moving one from the list that I want to learn to the list I learn. I have a list on there of all the books. And so I had a goal on my vision board to read, you know, 52 books this year. And so I keep track every time I finish a book, I put it on that list. But then I also have a list next to it of the books that I want to read. And I continue to make progress towards it because I'm seeing it every single day, right? I want to write books. So I have book covers that I've designed on there that say my book, just like I talked about earlier. Um, I want to create awesome outdoor videos with Lindsay and like waterfalls and stuff. So I have pictures like that printed out on there. I want to, I want to teach people and speak to large audiences about creating the life that you love. So I have a picture of me photoshopped in front of a crowd that says my stage. It's incredible. All these different things can be on your board. Uh, I've talked to so many amazing people on the show that do things a little bit differently. Bree, uh, Bree Seeley actually would call her girlfriends in the morning and they would talk in future, future tense about what they were doing in life. Um, it wasn't what they were actually doing at the time, but it was what they were doing in the future. That makes you happier to have this happy place to sort of convince yourself that you're living somewhere that, that you want to live in the future. It makes it seem real. And before you know it, it becomes a reality. 
So if you don't have a vision board, start one today. It's incredible. It really is. Um, if, if you want to save money, you know, keep a tracker on your vision board. Like you will see yourself go from not having any of that stuff to becoming that person one day. And then you'll have to continue to add to your board and to, to make it so it's more of a challenge and new things that you want to accomplish will go on your board and you'll take old stuff off that you've already become. It's a continuous process and it's amazing. Okay, so a lot of people are like, well, I don't, I don't know what I want. How do I create a vision board? Um, how am I going to create this giant board of awesomeness if I don't really know what I want in life? Well, this isn't as hard as you think. And I don't want to be like blunt here, but all you really have to do is create a list of the things that you don't want. <laughs> all the things that don't make you happy. Write them down. Sit down. Give yourself a timer of 20 minutes to just start writing the things that scare the hell out of you. All the things that don't make you happy. All the things that you don't want for your future and for your life and for your family and for your friends. Write them down. And then look at them and make a list of the opposite. Make a list of all the things that you do want. Because all of those will literally be a direct correlation to something that you do want. And that will make you happy. So you'll have this amazing happiness list. You'll be able to create your vision board. It's not that hard. But the fear board is something that that can really, um, really help you. And if, if you want to take it to a new level, and I know people who have done this, they take all the things that scare them and that they don't want, and they print them out, put them on a board so they can look at it and be like, ugh, I don't want that, and then they'll work towards their vision board even more. But something that I've done in the past is actually take those pictures and print them out, but then get on the internet and print out a bunch of funny stuff to attach to each one of the pictures, like you know, something that will take away the credentials of fear, that'll discredit these scary things from being scary, right? Like put a put a picture of a fat dude in a thong stapled to one of your your fears or you know, if you if you're scared of speaking in front of audiences, you know, put a picture of Dave Chappelle dressed up as Prince or something, or Will Farrell in the old school face, or Chris Farley driving the bus and Billy Madison, you know what I mean? Like all the things that you think are funny. Hell. Print a picture of Jim Carrey doing anything because that guy's hilarious. Like This will help you take your fears not so seriously, which will allow more room to be happy. You won't be as scared. You'll, you'll realize that this is laughable. This is funny. These things aren't that serious. I don't have to be so scared, right? Meditation is something that you can work into your morning routine. But quickly, I know I've talked about this before, if you haven't listened to this show, you can go back and listen to a lot of these types of episodes. But meditation is the number one thing in my life that dominates and eliminates stress. When we dominate and eliminate stress, we're happier, right? We're relieved. We feel better. It clears your head. It allows you to touch the muse. It allows you to touch your dreams. It is the basis of happiness. Meditation is insanely powerful. I know it's hard to start. I was one of those guys that used to make fun of it. I admit it. But it is the most powerful thing that you can do in your life. It is the biggest weapon that you can give your brain and your mindset. Kim Nickel, episode four, go back and listen to it. She's the one who got me into meditation. She's incredible. Gina Cha, another incredible episode. Eric Stankvist, the guy I met up with in Thailand after having him on my show. 
all very much into meditation. To be honest, almost every single person that comes on my show, the way they keep their mind sane, intact, and to the highest level is through mindfulness and meditation. You'll hear it in almost all the interviews. They all practice. It's not a fluke. It works. Navy SEALs are experts on meditation. They breathe three breaths per minute. It actually increases your lifespan. It's incredible. It'll make you happier. So don't turn your head to it. Give it a try. If you need some tips, email me, createdartsynow.com. I will give you all of them. I will share some audio clips with you. I will tell you everything that I do. Don't be a stranger. I love meeting new people. You guys are all awesome. You're the reason that I do this, right? I'm not making money. I'm doing this to connect with you all, okay? Moving right along, I don't want to drag things out too much, but minimizing will make you happier. And this can go two different ways. One, it's eliminating distractions in your life. And two, you're, you can use minimizing to give things away and in, in benefit other people's lives. Right. If, if you give something away to help somebody else out, yes, it feels good, but that's not why you do it. You don't do it to feel good. You do it to help somebody out, and that's what makes you feel good because they are being helped. And it's not necessarily that you are the one helping them, and that's why you're happy. It's just that they are being helped in general. Right? Somebody's life got a little bit better, and the gratitude behind that is huge. It's powerful. There's a book called 29 Gifts by Cami Walker. And it's it's really, really powerful and incredible. But it'll take you through 29 days of giving things away. It'll change your life. So check it out. So when you minimize, when you do this, you're igniting an energy that passes on to the people around you. When you give everything the world comes back around to you. You'll be taken care of. The universe knows that you are giving to it and it will give back to you. That's why you see so many amazing people that have done so many great things turn out to to live amazing lives. How often do you see somebody who gave all their money away to charity who's truly unhappy and regrets everything that they did? Never. Remember Derek Sivers from CD Baby? Saw him speak at the World Domination Summit. He created that company, was keeping people happy by literally, yes, they were ordering CDs, but he would give them a little slot that said, anything else that you request with your package, and people would like laughingly fill out dumb things, and he would go and make it happen. Like, oh, not, you know, a pack of Juicy Fruit Gum would be nice. He'd go get a pack of Juicy Fruit Gum and send it to them in the package. It made him happy. It made him happy because it's funny, right? The company started to get this brand. Like, I wonder how far these people will take it to the extreme. And he was sending some crazy stuff out in the mail that he had to really look for just to make these people happy. Derek sold that company for $22 million. That was a lot of money back then. Still is, but back then it was a really really big amount of money. And he took that money and he gave it to charity. All of it. You think he's in a bad position now? He's one of the happiest people in the world. So, 
I'm aware that buying things makes us feel good, but it, it actually does the opposite to your happiness, okay? It might make you feel good temporarily, but it's not making you happier long-term. It's draining you. You have to strip yourself to gain the benefits. Less stuff is less distraction, which is more awareness, more clarity, more focus. I'm not saying go and get rid of everything in your house. I'm just saying to dial it back a little bit. It will make you a better person. It'll make you happier. You'll be less distracted. You'll be able to focus on creating the life that you love. It's a huge part of being happy. I used to have like five guitars and I never played guitar. But I had five of them. Why didn't I play them? Was I overwhelmed that there is too many to choose from? Was I intimidated? I don't know. After I got rid of all of them and, and I kept one, and I decided to put that guitar next to my Miracle Morning Station and incorporate it in every single morning, even if it's only for a couple minutes a day, I've played guitar every single day this year. Despite when I was in Thailand and Cambodia. Every single day. I feel like I can actually play well now. I love it. It's part of me. It's part of my creativity. It's part of my muse. But that's what happens when you declutter. You become better. You become more of a champion. You can fist pump more often. So let go of some of those things that you think you need because you don't. Now, I can talk about this for a long time, but I do want to mention a few other things on this category. And I don't want to get too in-depth, but... When I read the book When Wisdom Meets Passion by Dan Miller and Jared Gaza, which is Dan's son, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with Dan Miller. He's uh, 48 Days to the Work You Love. He's No More Mondays. He, he's an incredible author, right? And his son is doing amazing world-changing things. He was one of the first guys who ever got me thinking outside of the corporate box. But there's a huge eye-opener from Jared in Chapter 5 of that book. And it's an amazing book, right? It's about his father and him and their generations working together with all the differences between the two. He starts describing his house as beautiful and painted. Two very simple things. And then he goes into this. We have no furniture other than a mattress on the ground laying on some grass pads. We keep looking at each other and saying, this is surreal. We aren't on vacation. We live here. They are in love with living there. Being simple has changed their lives. They've hit the fundamentals of happiness. It's surreal to them. They have a mattress laying on grass pads. They are doing so many things to give back and change the world. That is what matters to them. That is what makes them happy. They are so grateful that they even have a place. That's the difference. Now, if you came to my house, you'd say, oh my God, this guy has a bunch of things still. He's not minimal. And I do, I have furniture and I have all this other stuff. I've gone through my house. I did a 40-day minimalist challenge. Every single day, I get rid of one more thing. Day one, I got rid of one thing. Day two, I got rid of two things. Day three, I got rid of three more things. All the way up to day 40, I got rid of 40 things. I took it above and beyond the 40-day challenge, actually, I went to 55 days. I decluttered like crazy because if you're pro at what you do, you can't have clutter. You have to be organized. And what it has done to me is made me 
so, so, so much more aware of my surroundings and how to be happier. I know things, it, when I look at something, I can tell you if it's, if it's giving me a 100% direct correlation to making me happier in life. If it doesn't, I can get rid of it. If it is not contributing to where I want to go in life, to the amazing things that I want to accomplish, there's no need to have it. That's a simple way to look at it. If you want to go through your house, it's going to be very hard for you to get rid of things. That's just the reality of the beast. You're not used to it. You might have grown up with a bunch of junk everywhere like me. But when you start doing it and you start realizing how easy it is, you start to fall in love with not having all these things, right? This is for your brain. This is for the mental state of mind. It's not just a matter of things being around you materialistically. Go back and listen to the recent episode with with uh, George or Jorge, I'm sorry, Selva from Minium. He's creating the world's first minimalist phone, but we talk about minimalism a little bit in that, so check it out. Uh, I wanted to read this clip to you, okay? And it is from, it's from that episode. I mean, it, not from that episode. It's from the 40-day minimalist challenge that I did. It's from day 37. This is what I wrote. Honestly, sitting here after 37 days, I feel disgusted with how much stuff I still have. The process has become a part of me, and I don't stand a chance in justifying why or how I possess all of these things. When I look at the belongings, it becomes easier and easier to put no value on them. It's crazy to think about the struggle I had when I first started this journey to find the belongings to get rid of. The first thing, the second thing, the third thing. Look at me now. It's not a matter of everything being empty. It's a matter of being fulfilled. However, fulfillment comes with clarity also. When we live our lives with possessions and distractions that become an extension of ourselves, but they essentially have zero value, we are only handicapping our opportunity to become the greatest person that we can become. We are butchering our own dreams by weighing ourselves down. Every time I get rid of something, I feel that it brings this unexplainable feeling. Try it. After a few days, see if you can remember anything you got rid of. I haven't once felt stress or disappointment that I didn't have the extra couch or television or any other amount of junk sitting around my living room. I got rid of three-fourths of my clothes and I still have a hard time deciding what to wear every single day. I have a lot more to do but I'll get there one day. That's day 37 of my challenge. And I feel just 10 times more than that on the same topic now. I look at things and I just want them gone. I realize that my focus is on the future, my vision board, the things that I absolutely need to get me there and nothing else matters. And I can take a lot of those things and give them to somebody who needs them that can use them to create the life that they love. And that's what I want to do. So that challenge came to me by the minimalists. If you're not familiar with Joshua Fields, Milburn, and Ryan Nicodemus, they are incredible, right? And they they created this challenge. You can view them at theminimalist.com. They're huge. They've been all over the place. Um, but check out their book, All That Remains. It's a memoir, and it's it's a really interesting, awesome story. That, that will definitely make you happier. Another way to get incredibly happy is to practice gratitude in the morning. And the way to do this for me 
is something called the Five Minute Journal. Now you can go back to episode ninety seven and listen to my my interview with the founder and creator of this journal, UJ Ramdas, and the Five Minute Journal is is phenomenal, and I've. I've talked about it to so many people and have had them get it and they tell me how it's changed their lives. But in a nutshell, you read a quote in the morning that gets your day kind of flowing. And this is something that I do right when I wake up. I grab it off my nightstand. I put my hand on my heart and I do this journal. Okay. Um, but you, you write down three things that you're thankful for in the morning. Then you write down three things that would make the day incredible. Then you write down three th- things that made the day awesome at night and how you could have made the day better. Also in the morning, you do write two affirmations, uh, maybe something that you're trying to work on. Like if you, if you want to be location independent, you can write, I am location independent because the more you write this, the more you read it, the more you convince yourself of it, the faster it becomes reality. But doing this, by setting this in your mind, it gives you these little eggs of happiness that are in your head all day long that build and build and build and grow and grow and grow. And, and all of a sudden you have this amazing, just like chicken. <laughs> I don't want to say chicken. That, that, that would, that would freak you out. You have this amazing, powerful, magical feeling in your brain of happiness all the time because you know what you're working towards. You know what you did wrong for the day. You know what you're focused on. You know where you're going. That makes you happier. Because you're not confused. You're not stressed. You don't have anxiety. Because you are organized and you know what you're doing. And your gratitude. You're thankful for it. You're aware of it. So get one of those journal. Have one. You can get them just by Googling the five-minute journal. I know Tim Ferriss is a huge advocate of this. I know Hal Elrod is a huge advocate of this. Um, I think I learned about it through Hal myself. But go back and listen to that interview with UJ at 97 because... We get really in-depth about how the mind works and the psychology behind it, okay? Another way to make yourself happy, and this one might be obvious, but 90% of you aren't doing it, exercise and diet. Exercise is so important. This is also a reason that this is a part of your morning, your miracle morning routine. Uh, Most people would do it then. A lot of people don't. They choose to exercise other times. Um... It gets your endorphins flowing. It gets your blood pumping. It gets your fists pumping. It brings clarity. It brings energy. It brings optimization of all amazing things that your body can do. You were meant to move around. You were meant to be active. That's how our bodies are built. That's why we have all of this energy. So use it. Don't be a slob. Don't sit on the couch every night drinking beer and watching TV and shoving your face full of popcorn. Right? Quit pulling through the McDonald's drive through line and, hey, man, can I get, like, three of them double cheeseburgers? Can I get one of them uh, McFlurries and a uh, 10-piece McNugget and maybe just give me a whole damn fryer full of grease so I can rub it all over my fat body? <laughs> if you do that, I don't feel bad for you. You know, I have no sympathy If you're unhealthy and you're overweight and you don't exercise and you don't eat right, come on. I don't want to hear any excuses. I don't want to hear that it's genetics. You can make positive changes in your life if you just do something about it. There have been so many people that have done it. Right? 
The food babe. My gosh. You should see pictures of her. You've seen her now. She's absolutely stunning. She's gorgeous. You should see the pictures before she's changed her diet and her exercise. When she was eating all that fast food, when she was eating all that processed food, it was disgusting. And it's amazing how she's been able to morph into this just like unbelievably gorgeous woman. Smart, talented, went from having all this massive acne, overweight, greasy, to just being amazingly fit, completely clear face, happy, over-enthusiastic, joyful, high energy levels. And she's doing the world a favor by going to all these amazing places and showing people the powers of eating better. She's also attacking, and I mean attacking, food organizations and restaurants and chains and fast food joints. For using food that has hormones and GMOs and all of these things that our bodies are not meant to process. If you're eating processed foods and if you're eating things with chemicals and pesticides on them, you're you're not doing your body a favor at all. There's a reason that you don't feel good. There's a reason that you have no energy. Drink clean water. Sleep better. Eat clean. Treat your body the way that it should be treated. Exercise. Give it a reason to feel good. If you don't, that's on you. This is a very straightforward thing. And I will tell you, if you think it's absolutely impossible to start exercising, just just give it a shot. It's like walk 10 minutes for one day and then walk 15 minutes the next day, and then walk 20 minutes the next day, and then maybe jog for three minutes, and then jog for six minutes, then jog for 10 minutes. Whatever it is that you need to do. I'm doing hot yoga right now. I don't know anything about yoga, but it makes me feel good. I've always... I used to be a person who couldn't run at all. Right? I couldn't run a quarter mile without gasping. I was completely unhealthy. I've been there. Now I run half marathons and I love it and it makes me feel awesome. You can do it too. You just have to work at it. It'll make you happier. It'll make you the happiest version of yourself. Anybody out there that is insanely happy has some sort of exercising in their diet. They have to or they won't be happy. It is vital. It is crucial. So take it seriously and do something about it. And a lot of this comes with getting the best sleep too. And if you want so go, go listen to episode 106 with Sean Stevenson from the Model Health Show. The guy is brilliant. Subscribe to his podcast. It's my favorite on iTunes. He is unbelievable when it comes to health, and he will get you pumped up to do it. But he's got a book on Amazon called Sleep Smarter. It's 21 tips. Amazing little tips throughout the day to sleep smarter. And one of them comes with turning off your electronics past a certain time, which I've been very bad about not doing. But he'll show you the, the background and the dedication to what this can do to your life, how this can improve if you, if you do this. And I have done weeks of it before, and I felt amazing, and I got better sleep. I didn't wake up in the middle of the night. I didn't roll. I didn't turn, which I do a lot. Um, and it was because I was cutting out these waves from these electronics. So check that out, all right? Because I've changed my exercise and my diet, I've been able to get rid of all these problems that I had with my stomach, with my esophagus, with my acid reflux growing up. All the different medications they had me on, all the times I've been to the doctors and the health specialists and the gastroenterologist, all of it's gone away. My degenerative back disease gone away just because I'm being mindful, right? 
took myself off all prescription drugs. I do everything naturally and everything's healed. It's not a fluke. It works. If you have trouble working out, uh, go check out the FitSpark episode that I had with Tammy. Literally five minutes per day, she has an app. You can open it up, hit one thing, and she'll show you how to exercise for five minutes per day to get your juices flowing. That alone will let you start your habit. Do it. Get funky, get awesome, get that booty shaking. Good googly moogly, man, that thing is juicy. Good googly moogly, man, that thing is juicy. Woo-wee! <laughs> All right, I'm cutting this off uh, for part one of How to Be Happy. If you want part two of How to Be Happy, uh, definitely check out the next episode that releases. And I hope that you can implement the stuff that you heard in this episode today. I hope that it was helpful for you. And if so, certainly... Uh, check out the second part of the episode that will be launching shortly. So all of you silly little boys and girls, I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. And definitely don't be afraid to hit me up on the Twitter at HB underscore Armstrong. Uh, Instagram at HB underscore Armstrong. And of course, email me at create at artsynow.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please do consider leaving me an iTunes review. I really, really appreciate it. Um, it helps move the show to bigger audiences. If you're a Stitcher user, you could certainly leave me one there as well. An honest review is perfectly fine with me. If you don't think this is a five-star, then don't leave a five-star. Um, I, I want serious input because I like to make the show better. And I really thank all of you for listening. Again, for part two, check out the next episode and do something crazy. Do something funky. Run around with your pants down if you want. Pogo, stop, pogo stick across the United States in your undies. Uh, if you want to write a book, write a book. If you want to knit like a boss, then start knitting like a boss. Uh, do something awesome. Do something incredible. And I will be there every step of the way with you. And so will everybody else listening to this show. You can be happier if you implement some of these things into your day. And I hope that you will. Because you deserve to be happy. You deserve to be the happiest version of yourself because that version of yourself will be the highest performing, will create the life that you love, and will allow you to live your dreams in and out of every single day. I'm Heath Armstrong. This is The Entrepreneur Now. Come back for episode two of this series. Peace. Oh, yeah. Ta-ta, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Arch of Her Newer Now. For all the show notes, it's artsynow.com. If you want to be a guest on the show, email me at create at artsynow.com or on Twitter at HB underscore Armstrong. The music? Well, that's shaky feeling. Check him out, Ventura, California. Ta-ta! Keep it funky.